Welcome, everyone. It's noon in the election season here on Blink Radio, Key Biscayne. I'm uh, alias Mac on the Rock, but as I've always said when I talk about local politics, I'm just what everybody wants to hear. I'm Manny. To the Latin Americans, I'm Manny with two N's and a Y. I'm not money. I'm not, I'm not a piece of corn. Sometimes I am a cornball. But today, I have Oscar Sardinias running for council. Loves the Key Biscayne experience. Loves his children. He's a family man. And one thing we do have in common is we care about the children's school. School, school, school. For me, it's all about school. Why? Because I didn't do well in school. It's that simple. And who better to, to send a message through these means on the radio to get an education for kids to really plow forward? You know why? Because if you don't make a living, you end up under a bridge and depressed. But if you make a living... You're empowered, and that's what that's what I like most about Oscar Sardinias. He actually cares about school, so I can't thank him enough. How are you this afternoon, Oscar? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's really nice to be back here, Manny. Thank you so much. I, I in this entire campaign, there was a there was a wonderful moment where all of us candidates got to sit in here for a moment and and have a really nice discussion. And I, I still say it. I think this format's fantastic. I love the conversation. Interestingly enough, dare I say, Manny and I are, are becoming friends slowly, but but definitely. Well, you know, I mean, to, in all honesty, you got to give us a break. We didn't know each other. No, at all. My only first impressions of you originally, without knowing you, and it's just first impression. And sometimes people believe that everything's a first impression, and in this case, it's not. <laughs> but it's not really towards you. I'm not a believer of the county-run school public school system. That's nationwide, all 50 states and all the counties. I believe we made a terrible mistake empowering our, our government to educate our children, and now it's showing. So that's it. You ran, you, you I believe, are on the Parent uh, uh, Excellence Board. I'm sorry. Educational I, I, Advisory Board? Yes. Educational and, Excellence. Yes. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> going to bat, um, as a PTA president, going up against them, and they didn't necessarily have all parents. Sometimes they were... Older people, yeah. old keep scanners. Uh, people from the community, people representing businesses on the community, but guess parents, what? But teachers. Unfortunately, I can honestly say they didn't do those things. They only defended the principal. Well, I think I think you know that that whole, and I don't want to get too much into it. But that whole organization is, well, anyway, is a behemoth, right? Okay, so I'm sorry. So we're going to go. To, we're gonna, to let's get involved in your. That. Let's get involved in your candidacy. Yeah, for, but that's look, for, that's the only reservation I have. I'm I'm hoping that you'll come around to me. And realize it's about parents. I think the national, I'm 10 years before the national airways. You see that the parents are speaking up because they found out what they were doing to their kids. And I'm hoping you join with me before I completely lose my mind and don't remember your name and I'm six years old. Well, we were talking about our relationship. And so I want to fast forward that to our next uh, significant encounter was Manny, um, you know, joining my six-year-old daughter and I for our date night at Sir Pizza and Manny's walking by and I felt compelled to pull you aside and come on we had a great conversation and I remember Sienna my little one thinking who's this guy and why is he on our date night Uh, but after only a few um, and daughters can make you never forget it well she's my campaign manager she's my boss well she's the boss in the house 100 percent uh, you have one child or you have No, one? I have two girls. You I have, have a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. Um, light of my lives. I, I can't, you know. Well, you know what they say about us guys with girls? We'll never be alone. 
This this is true, and I believe that because and dare I use the word obsessed, but me and my daughters are definitely mutually obsessed with each it's other. Re- it's very cool when you, uh, like my daughter told me just the other day, and it like uh, sucked me into the couch because she was upset with me. She wasn't happy with me, <laughs> and uh, she said, uh, "Poppy, can't you understand? You and me are tied at the hip. Don't can't you understand that my whole <laughs> life revolves around you? My God, why don't you think about me once?" <laughs> I go, oh, my God. I stepped in it. So I fully understand uh, uh, your devotion, and I just uh, I have ideas that one day, uh, while you're on the dice, you can explain um, to, the, to us, hey, why can't we go this route? Yeah. Or, and you know what, Manny, you're correct. Like, I have this problem that you must have heard in the morning chats when I announced that you were coming, and someone's complaining about the traffic to come into the key. And you know, although the time is not correct, but then again, I don't remember the time and the comment of the time in context of the time of the person calling. Yeah. I mean, write, writing in the chat, and I, repl- I think I replied two hours later, but I said, look, it reminds me of the parents returning from mass, dropping off kids or picking up kids. 8.30 to 9.30, packed to get all the way to the, bu- uh, all the, way to, from, the uh, from the golf course, all the way to the entrance, because we don't have a circle. I've been asking for a circle for 12 years. <laughs> so please, when you're on the council, tell the freaking council, including your fellow council members, come on, guys, with all the vision, execute the circle. Get rid of the harbor, Crandon Light. Check out the vision plan, Manny. It's in there. Yeah, but there's there, a circle. But it, it, It's it, more of a peanut than a circle. I don't, want, I don't mind the shape. The shape is yeah. actually good because it gives you a visual. Sure. I say circle because it's easy to say. Yeah. It could be elliptical. It could be a football. As long as the people have <laughs> obviously see each other as they merge, they yeah. get have to see each other because they're joining forces. But the, in the vision, for some reason, it excludes the two gas stations. What the hell is that? I mean, well, can't eliminate the gas stations. <laughs> I measured it, and I told London that I've measured it, uh, and I've told uh, Fausto that I've measured it. You know, I'm a hardware man, so I got a wheel and I measured it at three in the morning with cops helping me, so I don't get run over. And I measured this one and the one over at uh, Miracle Mile. And if they could do it, we could do it. We have the measurements here. Well, let's remember a couple of things, right? That's a vision. Um, it's it's not to scale, obviously. Uh, it's just something to look forward to. But but kind of taking it back a little bit, I, I wanted to take a moment to just give a, a tremendous shout-out. And you might have mentioned it too, Manny. A tremendous shout-out to the people of this community. I am reminded every single day at how amazing this community is and the amount of people that have given their time countless hours to volunteer to make this a better place. You know, Manny and I had a conversation yesterday even about the history of Key Biscayne and how there were tireless people that have worked tirelessly for hours and days and months and years to get us to where we are today. And I just want to give a big shout up. And and you all know who you are. Those of you who have supported, and not just me, but supported this island in every endeavor. When it comes to the Village Green, the community center, the incorporation, um, you know, the the continued just difficulty that we've all had to go through, that you've all had to go through. I I pay homage to you all uh, that came before me. Uh, thank you for being a, a, a voice of reason, and thank you for being a beacon of hope, and, and I just hope that I do not let you down. Um, moving on to, to you know, the kids, I wanted to mention one last thing about the kids. You know, for me, having kids, before you have them, you start to think, oh, I'm going to bestow upon them all my wisdom and teach them how to be good in life and, and how to do th- good things. I, I have to tell you, I have learned more from my children than I have learned in my entire life. 
the day that I held my daughter for the very first time changed my life forever. They walk around like a giant mirror, uh, reminding me of everything that I am and what I am not, um, with zero judgment and unconditional love. And it has taught me presence. It has taught me thoughtfulness. It has taught me to listen to people. Patience. It, has, it has taught me patience. It has taught me the importance of not judging, but really listening to people. And having the opportunity to look somebody in the white of their eyes and tell them who you are without any fear of being judged, rather just saying, hey, listen, we differ on opinions like I'm sure Manny and I do, but we're sitting here. I invited him to my date night with my six-year-old, and I, sh- I, I'm, I am certain that this friendship is going to grow despite where we are on any given subject. And that is one of the reasons why I've come to respect Manny in a very short period of time. Uh, so thank you for that, Manny, and thank you for I, having I us pre- here. I appreciate the comments. It's all... Uh with a lot of passion and purpose. So 100%. Me time, too, man. Uh, I know about passion and purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it upsets people when you tell people the hard truth as you see it. And they just, instead of agreeing with you, and instead of saying they're sorry, they'll just walk away. Yeah. So that's my, that's my reality. And I guess you're experiencing that as well. But it takes, it takes people like you to run. Look at me. I'm not running. Thank you. I, I know I'm going to get slammed. Thank you. Know? you. And and one of the things, you know, another thing I learned from my kids, and, and adversity might have been something that I might have shied away from as a young man, but I've realized today in my older age that it, the best things in life, the biggest growing moments are just on the other side of fear and adversity. Absolutely. And, and, and another thing, uh, you know, the challenges that I've faced or even this community have faced while they keep coming, I'm I'm very faithful that that the challenge that come to me are in direct proportion of the man that I'm becoming. And I'm incredibly grateful that while the challenges get harder, it just continues to remind me that I'm exactly where I need to be and I'm doing the things that I have to do. And my pledge to this community has always been, I'm here to give back and to say thank you for what you've done for me, my family, and my life because I have lived an incredible life and I'm not going to stop no matter what comes my way. So you grew up in the community that is a personality. 100%. And the personalities change like we change, you know? 100%, and that's okay? Yeah. And that's Um, okay. I remember the kid I was in 1975 and how I saw things then and how I see them now. Uh, Although they're dramatically different from childhood, I like to think I grew up a little bit. There was something about having been part of Key Biscayne that allowed me to really tolerate a lot of the shallow, stagnant, no current puddles out there For sure. when I realize that a great deal of humanity is a tadpole. Yeah. And their life forces them to become frogs. <laughs> There's some people who know they're going to be a frog and they yeah. just want to be able to be a toad like me. So they eat a lot so they can jump out of the pond. Yeah. I mean, think of our names, key rats, right? Yeah. That was originated as kind of a derogatory statement from people on the other Fro- side of on the, the co- yeah. on the other side of the there bridge. There was a big brawl in 7-Eleven. We yeah, we were the key rats, right? Gables, Gables uh, gets by me high in a right. fight. The storm would come, the, 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 the puddles would come, the rain would come, and the key rats would... And then all of a sudden, well, we, we did have rats. Physically. Yeah, we did. No, we did. But we turned. <laughs> we still that, do. But, but, but we. What did we end up doing with that? You know, we took lemons and turned it into lemonade. And now we've become incredibly proud to say we are key rats. And, and we were the first to incorporate in, tra- in Trailblaze. A hundred percent. There hadn't been an incorporation, I believe, since Medley and North Bay Village. Since the sixties. No, no. Le- uh, Before. Yeah. Well, no. North Bay Village was later. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you caught. You got me. I don't know if it's late fifties or sixties, but I thought it was early sixties. But you could uh, be right. Medley was, you know, it's an industrial town with five people that live there, and everything else is a warehouse. But and you said Trailblaze. What we, happened just after? All these cities, and Boom. and all of them got to lower their millage rates, have yes. better better services. I mean, we have. I mean, if we look around. 
it, it's incredible. It would be in, audacious for anybody to walk around this island and not be anything but grateful. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like it, it would almost it would almost seem like a slap in the face of the universe to walk around miserable and to walk around complaining when what we have is truly a paradise here. We've done an amazing job. I'm I'm super proud to be here. I'm so happy I was able to br- bring my family back here. I got to introduce my wife to Key Biscayne for the very first time, what this was now five years ago. I really didn't know how she was going to take it. it. It was taking us away from the mainland, from the things that we knew and, and her and I knew together as a couple, as a young couple. And she embraced it and, and, and we've made it our home and we're not going anywhere. And therefore you're here to fight yes, for sir. it. <laughs> yes, sir. It's really, it's really am. amazing. We're only a generation away from losing our, our, our freedoms and stuff. And uh, that's... Uh, yeah, that's what motivates us to move forward. We're getting you, pretty deep here, Manny. Well, you, you, we get, end up, you and I always tend to do this. Well, uh, <laughs> I, hope, you, I hope the listeners are okay actually, with this. You gave a very eloquent statement saying that the, our biggest growing pain is adversity and fear. Yeah. And we really accomplish our things under that kind of duress. 100%. And, uh, I, you know, people who know me personally know that I've come literally from rock bottom. Yeah, people say that I, I was raised in Master Island and I've always been a rich kid and all that. <laughs> but my God, I've been on the floor, man. I've fallen from a pickup truck at 50 miles an hour. I've had my skull crushed. I've been on the on the back end of things. I've hit rock bottom physically. And guess what? The greatest things I've ever done that I'm most proud of was post. Amazing. Falling out of a pickup truck. That's great. You can't ask for more fear and adversity than that. What a learning experience. When you wake up, uh, what? Two days later, and you're, all you're hearing is boop, boop, boop of a of a hospital monitor, and you're looking at people, and you're you're claiming that nobody came to see you, that you were alone the whole time, forty eight days. My mom was sitting right there. Tú no me viste. You didn't see me there. I go. You must mom, have you must have a very unique appreciation <laughs> for life itself. Man, I'm I'm walking, and yeah. then uh, to take it further, it's not hasn't been easy. You know, I'm diabetic. I've suffered three strokes. I see the national politics where a man is running for senator in Pennsylvania having suffered strokes. I know where he came from. Yeah. I know Senator Fetterman's experiences. And I, I feel for him. I wouldn't vote for him. And I'm against him politically. I was going to do that whether he had a stroke or not. But to see him sitting there, overcoming a fear and anxiety, standing in a debate and mumbling his way through it. <laughs> that's the roadrunner, man. Yeah. Wow. So... Is there something that when you run for uh, when you run for council, is there something that is there a guiding light of something physically, legally active in your head that you want to push forward when you get on the dais, or are you like your buddy Nick who wants to listen? He just wants well, to listen. Look, I think. I mean, sometimes I can cons- I think to myself, you know, how the audacity of of potentially trying to get on dais at a time where arguably we're going to make the most important decisions that Key Biscayne has made in over a decade or more. Um, and we're talking about the resiliency and the further development of this, uh, this the infrastructure. The infrastructure. It's, it's interesting. You know, people talk about growth and development from a human side as being a really positive thing. But when we talk about the island, it has this sometimes has had this negative connotation and development isn't certainly is not a superimposed picture of uh, Manhattan on the island. That's never going to happen. But development is certainly for me is defined as resiliency. For me, growth and development of this this island is becoming resilient so that we're here 40 years down the line. 
so that my kids can enjoy this place just as I have. So there could be more generations. I mean, look at you. You're generations. Um, I want more generations to continue to enjoy this place and have the opportunities that you and I have had. I mean, where I don't know that I might have had an opportunity in any other municipality or any other place in the country to actually have an opportunity to not only work with government, but also work to create a nonprofit that helps kids, that works as a supplement to maybe our school system that you and I both think are antiquated to a certain respect. Where do we get these opportunities? I don't see it anywhere else except a place like Key Biscayne. I mean, you have a radio station, Manny. You get to talk to thousands of people on a daily. You said it earlier. You have 20, 23 hours to talk to the people of Key Biscayne, and you're only give, and you're giving me one hour, and I feel humbled by that. And uh, so, I, hold up your hand if I interrupt you. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, it's a situation that becomes even more obvious as as time goes on, because you can see the world getting more and more turbulent, and you feel more and more. Uh, uh, more and more desire to stay home and not cross the bridge. <laughs> you know that's a that that's that's a really good point, and, and I and I will say uh, there's hope, um, and the, the hope starts with knowing, and and it's probably one of the biggest reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing is to be a good example and the invitation to my kids to know that any single person can make a positive difference in the world, and what ends up happening is that. Sometimes people that are making a positive, trying to make a positive difference get attacked for some reason or another, and they get pushed away. I mean, I've had probably a dozen people that I know uh, that are remarkable people that I think would be incredible working together with our village to continue to grow um, and, and develop. And and they've reached out to me and basically told me that because of what they're they on your s- own, <laughs> be- because of what they see, they'll never do it. And it and it's sad. It it. It makes you makes some people lose hope, and then I just go back to remember the remember the statement about adversity and challenge and fear. The best things in life are just on the other side of that. Yes, and it includes growth, and it includes understanding, and it includes patience. You said it, and it includes so many more things, and and overall thoughtfulness. You know, we talk about yeah, empathy, man. You gotta really yeah, give a, you gotta give it damn. Yeah, and I, and I'm gonna assert by saying that sometimes the campaign, um. Is flawed in that we are almost forced to get in a place where we need to come up with some quick fix so that people can resonate with. When in reality, the real answer is there is no quick fix for anything in life. Especially in public office. At all. Never. Um, Everything takes time. But we can get through it. We can get through it together. We can get through it leveraging the great minds that we have on this island. We can get through it by being thoughtful and not making quick decisions. We can get through it without judging. I mean, you know, we talk about these amendments. There's a lot of contention on both sides of the amendments. Regardless of whether or not they pass, I and anybody else that's running for council, we're just one vote each, and we still have a lot of work to do. And some of us are saying... You know, we, and, and we like some of these amendments. For a second, yeah, and voices to be heard. And voices to be heard. Coming, and by the way, they all deserve. Before, before, yeah, and they all deserve you. to be heard. By the way, um, you know, difference of opinion is one thing. Uh, there is no place really for attacks. What there is is there's a place for discourse. And you know, you and I were having a conversation about the history of Kibiskan yesterday, and you were talking to me, and what I kept hearing was there was a time where discourse was a normal thing, and yes, it would get heated, but at the end of that discourse, we were all friends because we were all neighbors. And we all wanted to uh, uh, better keep his game for better for worse. A hundred percent. We were telling stories last night uh, where we were talking about. Uh, she's passed away, so I really 
you know, I'm going to say Camille Gettring. Camille Gettring was, I was, I felt, uh, many times I have felt the male version of her in your, <laughs> in your face. And she didn't want, she didn't want uh, incorporation. She wanted nothing to do with it. She thought we would become a floundering, broken, in debt city. And she would get in our faces. And I'm sure that Roscoe's encountered her and everybody, and my father and that, has. I bet that was a, a fair fear. A fair fear. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's a, if you don't know, I mean, you just don't know. No, I, plus you're being taken care of, Papa, Papa look, Miami Dade. The, the community center. I've met at least a dozen people that have admitted at this point that they were on the wrong side of that vote. And, and they reduced our damn pool. <laughs> <laughs> they reduced a few things. Yeah, the pool was supposed yeah. to be Olympic size. Uh, the green. I, I remember reading that when the green was coming, people were out saying, oh, uh, homeless were going to camp out there. Nobody was going to use it. I mean, that is our shining star now. I, I personally, I'm home. Friends come from off the That's key. That's our Central Park. The first thing they say when they come into my apartment is, man, what is that wonderful place in the middle of your island that has, I counted probably close to a thousand kids and parents having the times of their lives. Like, what is that? What, what do you guys call that? We call it the Village Green. And we call it the heart of this village. Um, but at one point, it was super contentious, right? People didn't know. They were fearful of it. It was, I, a, it was a coconut uh, farm for yellow fever, to yeah. study yellow fever. I, I, might, I might assert, guys, you know, if to, <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not my advice. It's advice I've heard and things that I've read. Don't be afraid of fear. Um, it's never as bad as we think it's going to be. And by the way, I'll say it again, on the other side of that fear is the best part. You'll get through it. And, no, and, and, also, and also, if I can add to your, your statement is the good is also fleeting. Don't expect the Can good be. to last forever. Mm-mm. You know, it, it's fleeting. So you have to understand there's a certain melancholy in life that you have to overcome. All of us do. A hundred percent. And hell, for me, it's just, you know, how in the hell I just gained 30 pounds? My God, I got to <laughs> lose them again? That's melancholy, man, yeah. because your back hurts, your knee hurts, everything hurts. That's, That's right. me personally. That's right. And same intellectually when I try to have these conversations. I, like you, I have to prepare to to discuss today, yeah. and I have other shows with other topics, yeah. but then the melancholy sets in, whereas the other person is not as, as enthusiastic as I am, and the show disappears. That's right. And uh, in the beginning of Blink Radio, we had a lot of input, and guess what? Sounding the alarm to keep us gained. They were all from off the key. Coming here blown by this. Wow. This experience. Yeah. And I go, I, I, no one on the key even knows I'm here. Well, and they were coming. Yeah. Traffic jams. Yeah. And to be here at 5 o'clock, to be here at 6 o'clock, we would have these shows. And then it dawned on me one day uh, where a national guest comes. Yeah. Of course, through the phone, not not physically. She was in the news. Her name was Sydney Powell. Okay. And she calls this show. That's when it dawned on me. Remember, my thing was, <laughs> my, my thing was politics. Yeah. So... She calls. I just come back from the stroke. My face was hanging off my face. Oh, man. Fear and adversity. Yeah. That's why I touch, I'm, I'm very moved by what you said because it's very poignant. And I'm talking to her, and I'm, of course, trying to do a selfie because, you know, I got social media. But now I have to aim the camera so you don't see the other side of my face that's melted off my face. Right. Now, I do have, uh, granted, I do have the beard, so I have a certain amount of confidence because I stopped shaving at the hospital. And, it's, and the beard I still have today. So after an hour of talking, it was awesome that she gave us an hour because I just... Wait, well, who was talking? You were talking for an hour? (laughs) uh, She told me no, that I actually let her speak. But I was so moved by it because I just come home from the stroke. I go, I got to pull this off. Yeah. 
So back to Fetterman, Senator Fetterman. He's at that debate with a stroke, and I'm mumbling. And I, after after the call, after the show, this is what's important about us and, and how much I admire you put, throwing your hat in the ring. I mean, just getting out there and let the poison arrows come. And I call her back, and I go, did I, did I do all right? She goes, Oh, darling, you paid me a fantastic compliment that oh. I can never, uh, I can never repay. Amazing. And I go, what got you to uh, call such a small radio station to make such a big announcement that Bill Barr will no longer prosecute, will drop the charges against General Flynn, who you represented? She goes, oh, darling, you don't know that I'm the concrete conservative. Everybody in the country knows you can say whatever you want. And I'm like. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Can I throw flowers on myself? Here's my standing ovation, which you're hearing I've for the first it. time. No, oh, I've heard, I heard it last time. <laughs> uh, Continue. Um, so, yeah. as I asked Nick. Well, we talked a little bit about education, so I'm going to talk. No, 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 no. No more education. All right. You and me are going to just have a pizza and keep on talking about it. Uh, something much more uh, sublime in terms okay. of. Will you demand more than three minutes for a resident to comment? And will you discourage the council from voting on having us all talk first, not agenda item by agenda item, which is why people come? I know I've sat there for two hours just to speak five, three minutes yeah. on my item, and I'm waiting on the agenda. And unfortunately, that's the way it has to be. You can't make me talk about something in the beginning that you haven't even addressed because I'm not hearing your comments. I'm not hearing the other council members' comments. So how do you feel yeah, about so I, so keeping I'm a, that norm? I'm a little torn, and I'll tell you why. So at our HOA in our building, um, we allow public comments at the end of the yes. meeting. And I guess the issue with that is that I believe that people should have an opportunity to talk their p- peace of mind before we make decisions so that we can hear everybody. So some might say it's good to talk in front before so that we can take that into consideration while we're um, uh, talking up on, on dice or, or discussing something. And sometimes it's, it, 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 makes, it might make sense to do it after because now they get to hear us and then comment on and opine on that. But I do, I think there's something a little bit more crucial here, and that is the activation of more residents to get more involved prior to. Um, there's a lot of after the fact conversations that happen um yeah but that's you know, really a, uh has a lot to do with the people's apathy yeah it, right they react and so they how react to so decisions. how so you got, I, I you guess told me, for instance so for the I, audience to uh, understand what we're saying here in yeah. context your reaction yeah. and others reaction yeah. of the other night where you uh, you felt that the the flex park was already cooked it was a cooked and well, done yeah. deal. Well, but but so this is it so, so we so were let's go the to the what's the root of the problem because at the end of the day you know, my oh, by the job, way, it was the City of Miami Flex Park at Marine Stadium. That's what I'm referring that's to. That's right. Um, what What is the root of the problem? And, and so I, I've learned that in any problem, uh, I can only focus on the things that are within my control. And, and I try to take the blame of most any issue so that it's up to me. And so what can we do better to engage the public in a more timely fashion that they have more time to really think and opine on any given subject? Um, you know, you, you go to the council meetings sometimes and there might be three or four people at any given time and it's the same three or four people every meeting. Um, and then after the fact, people tend to think, oh, we didn't know about this. We were blindsided, but there were meetings, there were meetings, there were agendas, there were minutes. What can we do better to really engage the community? 
Uh, that that for me is the root problem. And what what am I what am I looking to do that? Well, I like to sit with the village staff, the communication staff, and see how what more and what better can we do to get people activated. You know, one perfect example is the charrettes that happened for um, uh, for the twenty forty vision. I thought were excellent. They were well attended. There were over seven there were over seven hundred hits on the website. Or sorry, seven hundred surveys. Uh, responded to on the website. There were over 7,000 hits on the website. We had an entire week of charrettes. That oh, was 7,000? That's 7, very 7,000 hits on the website. 700 surveys, unique surveys responded to. I, wow. I think that's... That's I, huge. I might go back in history and say that's probably the best activation we've ever had of this community. That's a I, And that's a huge maturing. statement, so I don't know, but Manny, Manny's got more history here than I do. But I thought it was a really good thing to look at a little bit closer to see, okay, great, let's pat ourselves on our back for a moment, but then how do we move that forward? How do we get people more involved, right? Um, we have a very unique government. It's, it's made up of our neighbors. It's made up of people that we have access to on a daily basis. Yes. Um, what are we doing to go out there and talk to our neighbors? I mean, I, I do a lot of the talking, but it's been, it's been mostly during the campaign season. Now, why, what's going to keep me, how best can I continue to have that dialogue after the fact? We just talked about it a minute ago. It, is it coming on the radio and having these discussions? So. It could be. I mean, look, it's – you said it once, and I loved how you phrased this. You said big problems deserve big solutions, yes. right? Yeah, the, the I, solution's always got to be bigger than the problem. I, I think apathy is a big problem. Big problem. Right? Uh, I That's think, nationwide. And, but, I also, <laughs> but I'm also conscious that we have a big mix of cultures here on the island, right? And we come from very different places where that's just normal. Apathy is a normal thing over there. Yeah. And especially in the school, you know, a lot of people come here, they put their kids in the public school and they Helicopter say, PTA, parents. what's a PTA? Yeah. I have to get involved? No, no, no. Back where I came from, I paid to private school and they took care of everything. Yeah. Here, and, and one thing I did like when when I went to the school board meeting that they did say is that the, the, the success of the school system is directly correlated with the amount of input that comes in from the parents. Now, whether or not they truly believe that or not, that's a whole other subject. But or that's, are they listening? But that statement in itself is right on. And it's the same thing for this community. We can't do or accomplish all of the things that we've done without each other. You know, look, leadership for me, the definition is lifting everyone else around you and making them the best version of themselves. That's the way to do it. Listening, no judgment, opening your ears. Uh, you know, they say the reason we have, you know, the, the, we, we're meant to listen, not talk. We have two ears, one mouth, right? What does that tell you? But yet we're always in a hurry to be right. We're always in a hurry to, to talk over someone. We don't listen to the person in front of us. Let's just take a moment. There is a lot of things that have come from these debates around the amendments. And I've seen all sides of everything. I oversimplify it possibly. I just think that this, some of these amendments are focused on trying to make us more efficient so that we can become resilient in a timely fashion before something terrible happens. Um, we cannot kick... Terrible meaning storms. Ter storms, Right. Storms flooding. and hurricanes. Uh, flooding. Uh, sea level rise. Whatever you want to call it. I mean, look, just, just now, about a, uh, what, a half a mile south of the Champlain Tower, there was another tower, another condominium that was evacuated. 
These are there's people there that have been living there for ten years, and from one day to the next, they found something they didn't like. It. They were doing some remediation. They found something worse that they didn't like, and they evacuated the whole building. Yeah, meaning it was going to come down. Right, and and when you read the article, it talks a lot about sea level rise, and what's happening is the water coming from underneath, weakening the foundation, is weakening the foundation. So, guys, it's it's happening. We can't deny it. So what are we going to do to prepare ourselves? And by the way, send a really clear message to the world, whether it's federal, state, local governments that have ways to help us and support us because we can't do it on our own. How do we send a very poignant message that we are serious about doubling down on our home and investing in this home? We're a barrier island. Furthermore, what opportunity does that give us in the future to be the beacon of hope for other barrier islands? All over the country. Believe me, there's people to look at us and us say, right "Man, now. look at what Key Biscayne did. Let's do that." Look, you said it. Incorporation. What happened with incorporation? More cities. We became the model. Trailblazer. We became the trailblazer. We became the model. We became the best practice. And what? Ten more municipalities did the same thing almost immediately after us. All of them lowering millage rates. All of them getting better services. And showing the county what we could do with twenty percent. And by the way, and <laughs> the county, while they might not have liked it at first. At the end of the day, they probably can run even more efficient their own area because they don't have to worry about all this other stuff. Yeah, but they don't admit it. <laughs> well, that, that's a whole other story, right? <laughs> another story. Um, but, you know, when, when, I, when people ask me, you know, what do you bring to the table, this and that, look, if you haven't already heard it, there's nothing more else I can say other than I'm a thoughtful person. Um, I love this community. I have led teams, cross-functional teams over dozens of countries. My claim to fame has always been able to find a way to let people be heard, feel good about what they're doing, and allowing them to be the best version of themselves and teaching me how I can continue to help them and facilitate that. Um, I've been an incredibly successful person throughout my life, and the biggest successes have always been measured by the successes of the people that have worked with me, for me, alongside of me, their whole careers. Um, I, I Do I consider that me better than anyone else no i don't just better than most uh, i heard that the other day in an yeah. instagram post yeah I, the I, guy it, was saying it all the time it's really not better than most better it, than most it doesn't become about me like look perfect example i think that hands down and 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 you know neighbors if you haven't had a chance to meet some of our staff on the village please go do so uh, i i've had countless conversations with staff members of the village staff and i've spoken to people that have been in Kibis game for a very long time and have seen staffs come and go i will i will arguably say that that, that hands down this is probably the the collection of the best staff that we have ever had on this village the stakes are high we need the best people at it my job is to, yes oversight yes my job is to keep them you know focused my job is to facilitate their ability they're in the day-to-day go speak to them they're making the right decisions they're doing the right things and they're setting us up for success our jobs i believe as a community is not to tell them necessarily what to do but to go to find out what can we do to support them what can we do to help them what can we do to make sure that this island is around in 50 years or more? And what can we do to continue to show the world that we are key Biscayners, we are key rats, and we're here to stay, and we're going to double down, and we're going to make sure that this place continues to live on? And people want to insure our properties. And people want look. Companies so when, need to so insure us. I, I'm glad that you segued into that, because when you talk about our community rating for insurability, 
I'm always going to des- defer to someone like, for instance, Fernando Vasquez. He came on the show. He gave a very poignant explanation of the importance of that. And he knows his and, stuff. And he knows his stuff. And so oh, who am I to be audacious to try to jump in when the man's done the diligence, knows what he's talking about in that respect, and what my job is now to listen, to promote that message to as many people as possible, to fact check it, make sure that it is right, to be thoughtful about that, and then to arm everybody else with that information that is going to allow us to get to a place where we don't necessarily have to worry because we know we have a plan. Look, the vision plan, I said it once, I'll say it again. I think it was an outstanding, remarkable jab at trying to figure out a way to show a vision that will allow people in this community to know what it looks like to be resilient. Nothing more. That's it. Yeah, but they're going to hold you to that. Nothing more. Resilient only. That, well, that was the key. And, and, I... that, and that includes, and that you, something dear to your heart, you said it, traffic. It's important. Right? It's, it has to do with resiliency. Why? Well, because we need to get off the island if we need to get off the island, right? Get me a circle. <laughs> My God. You know, what, you know what's really hard for me to understand is that a lot of the rhetoric I hear over and over and over again, mm-hmm. living here for so long, mm-hmm. is an affect. Like, there's effects and affects, right? And I wrote a book about the difference between the two. Not, excuse me, not about the difference between the two. By reinventing the United States by affect, not effect. Got it. So while I'm showing you this, you are understanding an effect of what I'm showing you. Yeah. But the all affect, I can't really tell you because I got to wait for you to see for yourself because I believe it to be so. Right. But I can't prove it to you because I, you haven't seen the effect yet. That's right. The affect is while we don't have a circle, we're going to cry about traffic for the rest of our lives. Right. And guess what the negative connotation to traffic overdevelopment high density all Uh, that stuff and guess what folks i'm gonna say it again i said it to jennifer and i said it to some other people jennifer buttrick thank you for coming uh last night it was a a opportunity to have met you for the first time literally folks we became a city of key biscayne and this is a damn honest truth for all you have just arrived here (laughs) we could talk all we want about how anti-development we were to incorporate, we feared incorporation, and, and I mean, we feared overdevelopment, and we prodded our independence. Well, it was the reason that the, the real reason we became incorporated <laughs> was because two monster developments called Grand Bay and Ocean Club were built that funded that twenty percent we've been complimenting about, folks. It was about getting a lot of tax money, and the only way to get tax money was for those two properties to be built. And note the county. I don't want to compliment the county. But they permitted it. They they permitted those two developments, Grand Bay and Ocean Club. And the next year, we became a city. It was that simple. And the How? incorporation allowed us to reduce that density from what the original plans were. It would have been lower. Almost by half. Well, I think our voices. Our voices. But aside from that, uh, people who know me know that I also have a small business out here, quite frankly, the oldest retail business on the island, which was acquired by us in 1992. Ace Hardware. Uh, Key Hardware. they're like the time. three times a week, man. I should get like a VIP card or a <laughs> discount card or something. Uh, store credit only, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, and we were talking about a little bit last night that there's the affect of us owning two stores and, and calling our shot and closing one 
allow for Golden Hog to exist because that was the space. <laughs> right. Okay? So those are the affects and the effects. That's the best way I could say it. But we also had to take financial risk that we could, we were inviting competition by closing our second store. Yep. But guess what? In Cuban terms, se me olumbró el bombillo. <laughs> it was, I, 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 I give myself too much credit, but I remember the resistance I got from my own uh, family. That the Exxon gas station was right there. Yeah. We knew that there was strong possibilities that the tanks underneath there were old gas station gas. Mm-hmm. Back then it was uh, steel tanks, not right. pexiglass. Right. Sorry, pexiglass. Uh, PVC. Fiber, fi- PVC? Oh, right. Well, um, you're fiberglass, right. No? Uh, fiberglass. Maybe, yeah. Fiberglass is probably more correct. And the, and the oil change oil. That must have been sitting there forever. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it probably just sat there a decade. But guess what? How can I not see the obvious? The person who sold us the store also owned that land. Hello? <laughs> Meaning he must have sought something at one time. But just couldn't do it. And unfortunately, I said, you know what? The only way I can do it is force of hand. And I said this to Jennifer uh, last night about, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going somewhere with this. One of the reluctant things that the audience out there is saying that I've read and seen and heard is that part of the, uh, part of the wording in some of these amendments is that it really is... Hedging the bet that there's going to be another Manny Camo, another Jennifer Buttrick, another Oscar Sardinas, willing to go and get signatures. Yeah. Do we want a uh, we want a community by uh, by petition? I can tell you, it ain't easy. I tell my family members, I've told people who know me, give me your best cause and show me you can get a hundred signatures. Yeah. I had to get eighteen hundred to force my hand. To give us the permit to knock down that gas station so I can clean it up for Cubist Gang because we yeah. took all that stuff out and yeah. built a store. Yeah. What would be this community? And I'm asking, I implore this to my council members, and I've done this many times without this microphone. What, how can I implore you all to really embrace those creative persons and listen to them? And guess what? There might be ideas that you never thought of or even agree with, but you take it to the, the dais because you know. You know what? That idea is better than mine, and that's the problem that people are having with uh, with uh, the wording of the amendments. You know, yeah. do we want to be uh, go back to being 75, regresando? Seventy five petition. Man. Remember what stopped the Sinester project was a petition to build Oceania, and Oceania became. Uh, a product of a lot of passion and purpose, of a lot of people getting signatures. I was by myself, so I know the feeling. Well, what really stopped that development the way it was going to come was a recession. We all know that. Uh, they, were, they weren't going to be able to build what they wanted down to a rab- You're going down but a we're rabbit not gonna, hole. We're not, we're, we're, you're going down a rabbit hole because that, we could gobble up the last 20 minutes of our show let's doing not do that. that. Let's not but, gobble up anything. <laughs> uh, people were taken aback by yeah. the council approving a project, and... It was rescinded by the voice of the people yeah. through the petition. I'm not so sure people want to go back to having to depend on that passion and no. purpose of a few people in our community. No. So understand that sentiment that's out there. And I want the next council to understand that. Do we want to go back there? You're really going to depend on people like me to, to go get signatures? They're, I don't think that's out there anymore. No. Why? And by the way, we're uh, right. Time out. Yeah. Why? Because of the cell phone. Because of the internet. Uh, there's change.org now. There's not that passion. To go. Right. And guess what? Those change that uh, signatures are meaningless because there's no eye-to-eye contact. There's no purpose. So 
I want you all to consider that as a council because you will have, the people have spoken. You have these resilient projects, and I'm just hoping that you are the voice in the wilderness. You know what I mean? Well, what I what I can do, I can promise you that I will consider everything. Um, it's something innate in me. It always has been. I mean, whether it be in the private sector or in the public. I mean, look, even even my foundation, right? The Education Foundation. I thought about it long and hard for for years. And before that, it was more about trying to find a way to change the way the school system was teaching our kids. Um, and then I realized, you know what? What if I supplement it? And really, the, the, the initial thought was just, let's do something for the kids, right? It was just about them. What I didn't realize and what I started to think about was the derivatives that came out of it, like ancillary income for teachers that we all know are underpaid and overworked and, out, and stressed. Um, the opportunity for parents to get some reprieve and know that their kids are learning something vocational, something that they can actually use. Something yeah, remember when they were shop? Them. Yes, in, in high school shop. So I, I, I think there are days that need to come back. Shop needs to yeah, come back. Shop Home needs, to come, needs back. to come back. Yeah, Working with your hands, um, like uh, you know, financial literacy, um, entrepreneurship. I mean, the world is changing. How how, how do you use the internet? How do you uh, balance a checkbook? I mean, I came out. <clears throat> I came out. I came out of you know elementary school or middle school not knowing even what a checkbook was let alone how to balance it why those are the things you need in life why why, why aren't those taught and so instead of you know what it was called? going after the behemoth you know what it was called what's the, the agenda of liberal arts all right well we'll make make america's well-rounded so that, that's the tunnel that ah, th- right. well how did that well-rounded go how did that work out who's your first president uh <laughs> who's your vice president i mean it's that bad you know, mediocrity uh, is a creepy, crawly thing. But my answer to you was on your school, the only real answer, yeah. and un- unfortunately, it's the affect of, a, of an effect that I can't prove to you because it hasn't happened. You want to get there with what you're saying? Yeah. Don't supplement. Take the building. Take the, <laughs> hey, take the building and run it. You know what? Oh, when you take the building and run it, because it's in the law, <laughs> yeah. and I used it, I know you, you, you add the books you add the, the higher pay for the teachers. Well, you're that, the look, boss. I, I, I promised you. I, I promised you. I would consider you're the everything. HOA. I promised you. I would consider you're everything. You're the HOA so, of a I'm, school. Why I'm, people can't see that? <laughs> I'm happy to have that conversation with you, bro. Because I don't. I don't really. Honestly, I don't know enough about that. We're the only state that has a freaking law, except for South Carolina, who's never used it. Well, you know, it, in in not doing that, what I have found is something that was a win, 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 win. And there aren't a lot of those. Well, around. you also got to see the gleam and the and the, the gleam of parents' eyes when their kids are developing. It's, am- it's, it's very powerful. It's amazing. It's a very. You're right. It's a. That's the word. It's a very powerful. When thing. you see the kid advancing, yeah. Because we've also seen the kids regressing during COVID when yeah. they were denied schooling, which has probably created this watershed moment for parents to stand up and fight for their kids. Yeah. I'm happy to. Better late than never. You know, <laughs> it's been ten years for me, man. Uh, believe me. Uh, I, I don't feel well at times, and I believe so, some of the physical problems I have is uh, my failure, my lack of, uh, of patience to get people to see things that I see as obvious. Right. And I pray to God that this that this time before, you know, I'm already I'm heading into the 60s, and uh, based on my gene pool, problems start start right around this time because I saw it in my parents. Is that for you guys to see the clarity that I see is obvious, and listen to people like myself? There's plenty out here. Perfect example, me personally. Can I give you a little advice? Uh-huh. 
The problem with the language of saying something is obvious is that you start to project a language to explain it to people as if you know better. Yeah, and so but, and but, people but, and people are look. I agree. Nobody likes to be told yeah. that you know better than them. So language is important, and so common sense sometimes isn't so common, Manny. Right? Yeah, and but, we, and okay. we have to be really humble. We, got, we have to be really uh, humble about when we think we have an idea and we think it's obvious. And I and I learned yeah, this. And please, the funny, the funny part ten is ten years have passed already. I get, I get it. I get it. Come but on. but remember, so uh, you know, my previous job, I had a we had a company and we had a lot of sales reps. And and I remember leadership would always talk about, man, we have to tell these guys things ten to seven times, seven to ten times until they finally get it. And I remember hearing that over and over and over again. And the first thing that occurred to me, I'm like, guys, you're wrong. It's not about telling them the same thing over and over again. It's about finding the language for them to understand that 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 resonates with them. It's, it's like to your it's, benefit. It's, it's like teachers with kids. Not every kid learns the same way, you know. And so, for me, and and this was my this was my vision, right? To reduce the ratio of of students to children in a classroom. You know, that's a constitutional amendment in the state of Florida. And, and what I've been trying to do with the foundation is to raise enough money to donate back to the schools so that they have the money so that they, they can fund a full paraprofessional program, which effectively means adding an assistant teacher in every classroom. Why? Because the idea that a teacher is now responsible for 22 kids, knowing who they are, how they learn, and then tweaking the curriculum to teach it in a way that they can learn it effectively is ludicrous. It's it's it doesn't work. It's not it's not feasible. It doesn't happen. And so I thought to myself, well, if I can get another teacher in there and cut the ratio 11 to 1, wow, imagine that. Now I have the responsibility of 11 kids, understanding how 11 kids learn, and then tweaking the curriculum for 11 of those kids on how to learn it best. Now, will you create a pilot program as an auxiliary uh, keep a scan effort for Miami-Dade Public Schools? Well, so Is I, that where you're going I, with this? Right. So I, we're, we, we, we're in the process of that now. We're just at the final process, and the idea is to, yeah, go knock on, to, knock on as many public schools' doors as they want, show them what we've been able to do here at the K-8, and just replicate it. And, and furthermore, the idea to then allow these teachers to have – imagine a teacher. You work all day. You're overworked, maybe underpaid, whatever it is, stressed out. You get to stay in the same school teaching the same kids for a couple, three, four hours. Follow, or how about following them through grades? So I, I, I don't want to get cool. into that, that right? Cool I, I, yeah, I don't want to get into that. Another rabbit hole for another there's, day. Yeah, there, there's – conversation on both sides of that steve jobs was big on that i, I know he was and, and i know i i all well, you have bezos now creating his own schools as well too and i and i understand that that's been a great success i think uh, he's opening 1200 schools in about a year a and a half which there is, is amazing. a concept that he told obama steve jobs i'll be really brief yeah where the flash drive follows the child from kindergarten all the way to high school okay of course the public school system has a copy because most likely to disappear mm-hmm. but of course the flash drive has to eventually have gigabytes in there sure. memory-wise. But each teacher gets to see what the child is not capting or not understanding, whether it's math, Yeah, science. instead of starting from, from scratch every year. Okay. Got it. Big boys, big boys would be willing to fund that program, talking about big corporate uh, employers, mm-hmm. would love to fund that so they can see, you have to commit to this, that they get to see what child is the the future employee of their company interesting and then mm-hmm. through that flash drive it goes we're going to fund that kid's college and then it's like a uh, and then it's like a gi bill you have to come work for me when you graduate 
and the parents have to agree, and then the child has to agree after 18 when he graduates. And that can only be done, unfortunately. you got nine minutes for closing, because I'm not going to say another word for no nine worries. minutes. That it can only be done if you are the boss of the school building, <laughs> so not the what school I'm, board. What I'm going to say, and this might sound very noncommittal, but there's a lot to unpack there. Yes, there is. But I am willing to unpack it. And so we'll have this discussion. Let's do it one day. Parentguardianshipschool.com. Look. It's all written there. I love it. I, th- I think it's interesting. It's, it's really amazing. Absolutely. And look, he, and this, by the way, this goes to exactly what I'm talking about, how I opened. This island is filled with remarkable people with remarkable ideas. There's not anything more than we have to do except just listen intently. Because I guarantee you, people will be more willing to share these ideas openly if we were just better listeners. And so I'm going to do that. Or take people seriously. Well, that too. And not call us crazy because we got well, an idea. Well, that goes along with the non-judgment, right? Just don't judge. I mean, it's I said an, that an to idea. Mr. An London, idea. he goes, hey, you know, I fell from a porch. <laughs> like the, the idea of the independence of this country was a crazy idea. Look where we are now. Total experiment. You know what I mean? I mean, the incorporation was a crazy idea. The Village Green, crazy idea. Google. <laughs> Elon. Oh, oh. SpaceX. Oh. So many well, crazy ideas. Okay, so... Now that I pigeonholed you <laughs> into being the educational council member, yeah, and and sorry, and no, and I, and that's fine because I'm very proud of that. So I, I'm okay. Well, I'm with taking that. it from the October nineteenth talk I, here. But yeah, you seem to be the one most interested in the schooling. Well, I, what I'm interested in is in our future, right? And and truth be told, I've always wanted to be a dad, and and I'm having such a good time. And I got two little ones, and I got to teach them. I'm working really hard to be the example and the invitation. So how, how best to do that otherwise, other than tell them, look, you need to continue to, to invest in your future and our future today and yours and my future is our kids and their kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. And, and it comes from so many different angles, not leaving them too much debt, but at the same time, giving them the tools that they're going to need to survive. And by the way, those tools are today are not the same tools that we were given. When we were kids, they're completely different. And I think our biggest our, our biggest responsibility with our kids is to know them, to know them really well, and then to facilitate their ability to be the best versions of who they were going to become with or without you. Yes. What, what, when our parents gave us a pencil, That's right. they have a finger because <laughs> it's just touch the phone. That's it. Touch the computer. It's totally different. It's amazing. It's they, totally not different. Not even a pencil. Only, some of these kids don't even know what a pencil is. It's totally different. It's really amazing how remarkable in one lifetime you can see these things. But but above and beyond that, you know, and, and while I focus a little bit on education, I, you know, my skill set is is has has always been <clears throat> working with people. Um, I have an incre- I I like to think that I have an incredible EQ. I know people very well. Um, I I'm very big on acknowledging people EQ, for who they EQ, are. EQ. Tell e- the audience what's e- uh, e- emotional quotient. Okay. Right? Well, emotional um, quotient. Yeah. The emo- just it's pretty much the, the kind of the ability to understand somebody and to know who they are and to really see them. You know, let's 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 leave it there. We, we there's a lot of other definitions, but let's leave it there. Um, the 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 possibility of always acknowledging people for the greatness that they represent. And the belief that really we all have a certain genius. Everybody's got a genius. Absolutely. Right? Um, uh, And we have to find our genius. And we have to help each other find each other's genius. And then we have to celebrate that. We have to acknowledge that. And we have to give people the opportunity and the platform to do the things that they can do. The human experience, as you said. A hundred percent. And I'm I'm very big into that. Uh, I've I've always been a leader in every organization that I've ever been. It wasn't by design. It was just, it just turned out that way. I've always been asked to take on more. 
Um, and I've had a lot of really great experiences, uh, both culturally and, and professionally. I, I was expatted for almost eight years in Asia. Uh, I was living all over. Um, we were working for a company and we were expanding our, our operations to seven different companies, uh, seven different countries in six years. And it taught me a lot about negotiation. It taught me a lot about culture. It taught me a lot about patience. It taught me a lot about um, you know, non-judgment of people's beliefs and the fact that we're all very different. But one thing that we all have very much in common is that we have one life. We have it here, and, and it's temporary. And we're all in this together. <laughs> yeah, like n- nobody's alone. We're all in this together. Let's stop creating silos. Let's break down walls, and let's just talk and let's listen and let's let's do the best that we can for our community and for our kids. And and I, you know, my pledge to this community is just two things. Number one, I'll go back to how I opened. I have an immense amount of gratitude for this community. Um, what they did for me and my family is is something that has shaped me, has has burned into my brain, okay? And that is effectively community. So I have a lot to give back to. Um, let's just go do the work. And, and if you have something to say, you know, reach out. Give me a call. My number's plastered all over the place. Um, I, I can't say that I've gotten as many calls as I would have liked, but it's there. And, and You can and say the, it out loud if and, you like. And the real work is going to start, you know, November 17th. Uh, if you honor me with your vote and if I'm honored uh, and super humbled by being able to serve this community, I promise and I pledge that I will do the absolute best thing. And I will always, and this is something I say all the time, doing the right thing is always the right thing to do no matter what. And I will do that guess every time. And, and to close. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Pizza? No. <laughs> you, got, uh, you messed me with the food. The kids said that in the front page of the island there. What's that? Vote for the person yeah. that you think is uh, right. I read that and I was like, man, where did they, did they the hear wisdom, me say yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, they hear you say it. That's pretty I cool. I don't know. Uh, vote with the person you know will do, that you think will do the, the right thing. The right thing. Yeah. So uh, you like to say goodbye. You got two more minutes. And you want to. Uh, good, good, goodbye. Keep us gain family, neighbors, friends. Um, you know who you are. Thank you all for just. Being so incredibly supportive throughout this, through throughout so many things, um, you, you never cease to amaze me. Uh, my wife and I are eternally grateful um, to you all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what a blessing to live amongst you all. Um, what a blessing to to see you all and your families grow. And, and and really, what an honor it would be to help to serve you all. And to do the best that I absolutely can for this community, uh, Manny. Thank you for having me. I, I, it's it's strange, you know. We mentioned EQ earlier, and I knew from the moment that you and I finally had an opportunity to have a conversation that, in a very strange way, I was going to like you. Um, you, you know, know, a lot I, of people say that. Yeah, I mean, we we just tended. To, I, no, I, don't know, I mean, just, I, mean the, I mean the strange way. No, well, but I, I look. You know, I don't know why, but I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I connect, used to not like we you. We connected, man. I mean, uh, I I don't know what compelled me to invite you to my date night with my six year old, but it, I was compelled. Hey, bro, the power of pizza, and, man. And, and you came. That's it. There's that's a, what it is. a plug again. Cool uh, plugs to uh, Barry. You know. Um, and thank then you, I wanted Barry. to thank, and then I wanted to thank all my, you know, my running mates. I, you guys are phenomenal people. I wish you all the best of luck. I, you know, you you all deserve this just as much or more than I do. And I hope that when you get on, you 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 stick to it. And if you don't, you don't go away and you stay involved because God knows that if you're not on, um, 
I'm going to be calling you. And if you are on, I'm going to be working with you. And if I'm not on, I'm going to be calling you as well. So hopefully we can keep these friendships that we've been able to create um, moving forward. And that means every single one of you, um, despite what we believe in and what we don't believe in. Um, And then uh, just God bless everybody. You got it. That's the end of our show. Thank you for listening. Uh, This uh, recording will be uploaded on WSQFradio.com, the live stream. Hopefully later this afternoon. That's above my pay scale because it's a tech that does it. And, of course, always Blink Radio, Key Biscayne, where we blink once, I said it. Blink twice. You missed it. See you later. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQF radio.com and if you like our audio files and our subject matter subscribe to youtube mac on the rock rampage take care and stay free